Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Hey, hey, welcome to the Undressing Room Podcast presented by Macy's. Hey, L'Oreal. Hey, Eva. How you doing, girl? I'm feeling good, feeling great. How are you? I'm good. You know, I've been um, staying up, binging on All the Queen's Men season two. You ready for the new episode, friend? It's coming yes, down. Yes, I am. Yes, coming I am. Down. I'm not playing no games. I'm waiting around, so it's Let's time. Go. Episode three, it is to me, is the spiciest one Ooh. of the entire season. So y'all make sure y'all tune in this week to All the Queen's Men. Thank God you told me everything that happened. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, she didn't. <laughs> but what you need to know is that Cardi B, my girl, Cardi Barty, is out here fighting back when fans grab her. Don't play with Cardi B. She might be a millionaire. She might be the one, but she's absolutely not the one to be played with. And your guy Trick Daddy is back in the news. He says that, uh, be clear, he will have a boyfriend-in-law before he gets a divorce. What the hell is a boyfriend-in-law? I'm going to break it down for you, girl. He told me, and you ain't even ready for this. And Sierra, my goodies, my my goodies. She's over here popping Russell Wilson's pimples on vacation. We get to see all of that. And there's a little controversy out there. Is there equity with these men when they go out there and sell their royal oats? Mm, Someone to know because Elon Musk has newborn twins and they're not by his uh, girlfriend who also has a new baby. We will talk about that in the topic. Why don't people judge him like they do our guy, Nick Cannon? (coughs) Wait. (coughs) Wait. Oh, anyway, there's also TikTok challenges that can be a bit fun, right? I'm mm-hmm. not a big TikTok person, but I see that a lot of people have fun on there. Some of these challenges have been leading to death. Huh? We're going to talk all about it. Also, it goes down in my DMs as it does each and every week. And mm-hmm. Justin, believe I had to vet through some of these this week because there's, there's a lot going on in there. And also, we have our final question to undress. This happens. Don't overlook what's in front of you in hopes for something later, because the later might not come and you be in God's waiting room alone, baby. All okay. right. It's going down. So That's make different. sure you listen to see how we undress this mess, to hear how we undress this mess on the Undressing Room Podcast, brought to you by none other than Macy's. And speaking of Macy's, you know what's going down this summer. Yes. Step out the door on trends by looking to earthy, inviting shades like chocolatey browns and deep mm. rust, because you know, the fall is just right around the corner. Can you believe that? What? Yes, it's, it really is. So we got to start the transition from like the summer. The bright, colors, bright, bright colors, yes. Yeah. So we yes. still in the summer though. We still in we the summer. We are, but it's time to do your own thing. Yeah. I, I love Macy's because they give you a wide variety to choose from because it's mm. all about your personal style from hair and makeup to shoes yes. to your apparel. And as you said, Fall is creeping up on us. It's all about the earth tones. Whatever those to mean to you, because nude for black girls is different than nude for white girls, but the yeah, earth tones 
still live. So Macy's makes it easy for you to find neutral pieces and mix and match that as the occasions mm-hmm. call for. The weather changes, the vibes change. And I just want to give another shout out to Macy's for having black girl nudes, brown girl nudes, dark girl nudes, because nude is not universal. The spirit of it is, but the color is not. That's it right. is your palette to do as you please. Because while trends come and go, you sis, you make the style. So for the summer inspiration you need right now, go on over and visit Macy's.com slash own your style. Excuse me. Own your style. Excuse me. Own your style. You got to own it. You got (laughs) to own it right at Macy's. And let me tell you who else owns their stuff. That's Cardi B. Now she has a lot of things going on. She just recently released her single with Kanye West and Little Dirk on that thing. Little Dirk switched it up a little bit too. A little bit, little bit. uh, It also seems as though she's fighting back when it comes to her fans. Now, you know, fans sometimes can get a little bit out of hand. We've been seeing a lot of things go viral lately. Little Baby was on stage in Switzerland, and his <gasps> fan decided that he was going to run up and try to hug him. And that man went flying into the barricade. So I yes. think that was a mistake. I sir. believe I could fly. He definitely, now we that song is canceled. But when we seen him fly, we started singing it all together <laughs> as a choir. Now, uh, a fan recently got too comfortable with Cardi B when uh, they decided to reach for her mic at the Wireless Festival in London. Now, apparently, they said that the, the fan got a hold of the mic and Cardi B had to get the uh, whack-a-mole in <laughs> with the mic and started knocking him in the head. Now, this video went viral, right? Uh, and like I said, again, it was the whack-a-mole. You know when you hit them and they go back down? It was giving that. <laughs> yeah, so he He's didn't so deny getting into any altercation with a fan. Even though there was numerous videos, she said it was just the angle. Mm, Cardi. But I get it. because uh, you don't Cardi, Was it an altercation or was it a yank-up? Because an altercation, um, to me, is like a back and forth. So, like, they tried to snatch it, so that would be back, and no, that would be fourth, and then she started knocking them down, so that would be back. So, uh, you know, even Nikki uh, got into a situation where the fan, she was doing a meet and greet. I at the saw my girl. She looked yeah. good, too. And uh, she did a meet and greet, which not a lot of artists was doing, but these fans were so dope in London that they wanted to get out there with them. Let's just say she ended up having to mush one of them. So, um, like, do you think, because these artists are a little huge to be jumping in these crowds like that. Is that even safe? I mean, it's not safe, but they human. You know what I'm saying? And the, the, the thing is, is you are in their personal space while they are performing or, you know, exhibiting their art or meeting greed and talking to people and it is very disrespectful for a fan to do something uh, do what these um people have been doing however you can't be mad at a person having a natural reaction like if i get mushed it's my natural reaction to mush back and i think if you look at these artists as a whole and all Mm. that they perform and go through and how many times do you really hear about these incidents happening so if cardi goes out and performs every day of the week for the whole week or every day of the month for the whole month you might hear about one incident which means she's packed it in quite a few times so my thing is this now Uh there was something about mike michael jackson 
Mm-hmm. Soon as he came out on the stage, people were fainting. They didn't have to touch him. They he didn't have to crowd dive. He didn't have to float on top of people. He didn't. And, and I get it. You want to be closer to your fans, but in a case where there's hundreds of thousands of people or thousands and tens of thousands of people, and you can't be protected because there's only a few security, you're not only putting yourself in danger, but you're also putting the security in danger. But it's so, not Michael Jackson Day no more. Like, these people are literally tangible because they are, like, you know, connected because of social media. No, and no, no, is- no. You think you're connected because of so that you think you know me well enough to push me and touch me. And that's why you got your ass knocked in the head. So that's what the problem is. Uh-huh. You think you're too familiar. Uh-huh. And we need to get back to the Michael Jackson era because I'm tired of people being a little too friendly and a little too close just because mm. they follow you on Instagram thinking that they know you, that you don't know me. So don't touch me. But and then you when you're me, you jumping, would know not to touch me. You would know not to touch me. <laughs> but when you're jumping on them in the middle of the crowd, you're touching them. So how could you tell them not to touch you? You know, you on top of their shoulders and this and that. So if you get pushed, I mean, it is what it is. So stay your ass on the stage. And then, then that's where I'm going to take the security and say those dummies that think that it's okay for them to run on the stage. You deserve to get but there's something about it, like when you're in the middle of, of performing, you're a performer, so you know how it is, where you just lose everything. Yeah, you want to jump in there. You want to go crazy. You want to, you just do your, you do your jam. So I just feel like there has to be a happy medium on both sides where artists definitely take a little bit more cautious knowing that they are the stars that they are and as as tangible as they would like to be for their safety and for the safety of those people around them, they got to pull it in. But then also the fans, too, not to put them in those kind of a situation where they find themselves. I saw Tom Hanks walking down the street the other day and a fan was so like on him trying to get a video. He tripped his wife. Yeah. Yo, he t- he turned around. Tom Hanks got yo. He got Debo. He went was like, yo, that's my wife. Chill out. You know you can die. Like people have died from falling. Like just walking down the street and falling and hitting their head. You tripped her and did all that. Say she say something. Did that? That literally happened to my friend's mother. She tripped and she died. Like she fell and hit her her head in the wrong way. She was in the hospital for a while and she, they ended up losing her. So you have to be careful. And like I said, it's not just about your security. It's about the people around you, like the security security. Yes. And then and then these people, another thing, they get the suing. They get the suing they and as Jay-Z, as you get what I'm saying? That's been in situations where just unfortunate, but like Cardi, you're out there with nipple covers on. You shouldn't be anywhere where people, they'll touch your breasts and then you get upset or whatever the case. Stay on the stage. And if they come on the stage, you fly them off. Yeah, but I mean, just because she got on nipple covers doesn't mean she's supposed to be touched. I'm Don't not touch saying her. that, but if you on top of somebody's shoulders and you thigh on it, like you, you can only imagine as a crazed fan that mm-hmm. pushed his way to the front of the stage, you have to already be on 10. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Be at the front of the stage, Eva, yep. not behind a barrier. Right. Like, no. Uh-uh. You don't and, hear me say that often, but you is right. Thank you. Is that security going to get in trouble? That that launched that man off. You said Beyonce would never. Because I'm saying you that little baby, that situation, that guy had to have gotten hurt the way that he got thrown. But yeah. you shouldn't have been on that stage. Well, you know what? Speaking of being sued, you want to know who who not suing nobody? Who's that? Trick Daddy. 
Oh, Lord. Have Trick Daddy say he will have a boyfriend-in-law before he gets a divorce. And what the hell is a boyfriend-in-law? I've been waiting for this. Listen, he's not going to court at all. Trick Daddy and his estranged wife, the beautiful Joy Young, have seemed to part ways yet again. Now, in a recent mm. interview, Trick Daddy said, the only way I get a divorce is if my girlfriend actually wants me to marry her. In my mind right now, I'm like a dual point guard. One and done. He said that he would rather let his wife, Joy, who he's still married to, but they are no longer together. They're like separated. Okay. Have other boyfriends and call them boyfriend-in-laws. He then no, elaborated. He did I do allow her to date. But allow. Now, allow, girl. Try this. I mean, this man crazy. But now I need to start evaluating these dudes who she messing with because they are my boyfriends and husband-in-laws. And we ah. need to get along. <laughs> and they need to take care of my wife and they need to do what they need to do. He oh also added God. that she's going to hell with me because this is adultery. <laughs> oh, no, he did not. Now, some reactions thought that he That's just funny. didn't want to pay alimony and this is just a whole setup not to have to come out the pocket. Other people are like, bruh, this is extremely toxic uh what are you talking about so what do you think about because i'm all here for making the world that works for you i always tell you about relationships i feel like make it make it work for you don't do what the world is doing doing what you need to do so is what do you think about trick daddy's plan like i'm not leaving you and you could be with him but he mine too like what's going on here i mean y'all did take vows and the vow said to death do us part but imagine being stuck with trick daddy for the rest of your life like girl you knew what you was getting yourself into and for him to even come up with a boyfriend-in-law that is hilarious i'm not gonna lie one thing trick daddy is he is very entertaining he's uh, hilarious he's who would even think about something like that uh i don't think you should leave somebody trapped in a situation if they don't want to be with you anymore then mm -hmm. uh they move on but you did take vows and if that's what he believes in but don't bring the court thing into play because trick daddy trust and believe you've been to court numerous times remember when you got pulled over and you had the coke and yeah, but see, he wasn't trying to go to court. No, but he didn't have no choice. Just like when you want to get a divorce and uh, she don't, she wants a divorce and you don't. That's kind of the same thing. Like you being dragged in there. Yeah. So uh, you can't, if she finds happiness, let that woman be happy. But I do like how he's saying, because if they do have a friendship, it is kind of dope that he like, nah, you're going to treat my wife right. Like you're going to treat her how, because it's almost giving brother, but that's still a little creepy. Well, you know, Trick has always been a lover, though he is like a rapper. Trick, you like Trick, love the kids. Love trick, the love the kids. kids. He love his wife, boyfriends. He loving on everybody. But God oh, forbid, everybody. and you and say you and my God forbid, though. But mm -hmm. say y'all ever like didn't work out. What if he was like, all right, now I gotta approve of all your boyfriends <laughs> from here on out? That's a little weird. Uh, it will only work so far because if I gotta approve of these women, we might as well just get back together. Because he's taking that daddy name too far. Trick Way daddy too. Well, speaking of, there's another daddy in the um in the press this week, and he gets his pimples pop. Sierra's daddy, Russell uh, Wilson. So when it comes to marriage. Yeah. 
you might do a lot of things for your spouse that you would okay. not normally do. The one and only TMZ caught Russell Wilson and Sierra out on a very, very snazzy vacation. She was looking like a whole snack. Oh, Sierra looking good these days. Looking good. Now, it appears that Russell was complaining about a pimple or like an ingrown um, hair or something and a razor bump that was on his face. Now, he couldn't appear to ease it like it was just an issue and an issue so sierra decided to pop that thing so wait y'all seeing all this from a paparazzi camera like how did people this be stalkers that's weird to know that he had a razor ingrown this that and the third well, some was hurting as a mosquito bite something up under there now the question is what are some things that are considered gross that you would do for your significant other and are there any boundaries when it comes to your man like would you pop his pimple or not nah? Um, so like, I think that that's super nasty. Like I wouldn't, I, I can't even do that to myself. I have like helped my ex like shave his back before, like before his laser, like he'll get, he used to get laser hair removal. And like he would you get a swimmer? Why you had no, like, back? Because he didn't like how it looked like hairy, like a, it was just he was really hairy. So he would get it removed. You know what I mean? So I am not about to rub on your back with stubble on it like a chin. That is so weird. Well, that's why he got laser and his back was tatted. So he didn't want, you know, he wanted it to be like completely bare. Okay, okay. I so, see that. I see that. Yeah, so I would help him do that. And I always thought that was a little disgusting. But my homegirl one time, um, um, she was dating this guy, and I always thought this was the most nastiest thing. She, like, I don't even think she really liked this man. She just used to treat him like a slave, for real. And, like, she would go to the bathroom and call him to wipe her. He would have is to do it every love, time. Is this love that I'm feeling? No, that was abuse. <laughs> That's abuse, because the only way I'm rubbing, I'm wiping your butt is if you're a freaking in an accident can't move and right but let's okay let's be clear because i set it up this is her husband she's had children with him Doesn't now i want to wipe your butt no i'm not gonna wipe your butt oh, but okay. you wipe your kids butt as a mother there are things that you never thought you would do that you find yourself doing because of the love for your children Disgusting. and if i can push babies out and go through all the things that it entails, being pregnant, postpartum, all of that stuff, I can definitely pop a pimple. I will pop your pimple. I'll pull that ingrown out. I'll say you have a facial. I'm that girl. i clip your toenails. No, no. Well, my man, I sure will. Come no, on, Cece. No. I'm with you, sis. Come here, Mike. Give me that foot. See, I'm not in love right now, so it's not giving. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm but, like, but once you do, and once you do find yourself head over heels in love, and you whip child, and you over here pushing out babies and pulling out that little that mucus plug drop out, and he over there, believe me, a pimple is the smallest. Eva, I have the weakest stomach on planet Earth. I think, yo, no, literally, like, you can gag and I'll start gagging. Like, smells make me... Oh, I'm going to be in the delivery room when you have this baby. Oh, my God. It's going to be wait. so bad. And everybody keeps trying to encourage me to have kids. It's I know, the craziest me too. Thing. My mother be was encouraged. literally like, just have the baby and I'll take care of her and, or him and you could just... Go work but there's a work. different kind of love and consideration you have when it grew inside your stomach and come out your hoo hoo. It's yeah, I know because my goddaughter she just pooped on um uh my homegirl sister the other day and I was sitting next to her. I was like, mm -mm, I'm sorry, please don't poop on me. And because it's not my child, but it yep. is my god child. But I'm still like, I love you, god child, but do not poop on me, sis.
Listen, you listening to the Undressing Room podcast presented by Macy's. Check out our personal Macy's shopping page at Macy's.com slash the undressing room. Now, speaking of babies, these men is out here hiding baby mamas and baby baby mamas and mamas mamas. Anyway, Elon <laughs> Musk, one of the most richest men to be walking around this here uh, planet. I don't even think he walks this. I think he glad. He, he Tesla's. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he has twins, and who knew, with one of his executives at his <gasps> company. Now, this was something that was kind of on the low because he has a girlfriend who also just had a baby recently. Either way, Nick Cannon. By surrogate. By, listen, I don't know what, so you plant that. That wasn't even like a boop, like you literally, and then you name your kids X, Y, Z, Z, Y, A, and then his other kid doesn't even want to be his kid. It's a whole thing going on over here with Elon Musk. Nick Cannon is not the only one that's popping him out. So Elon Musk had created a big fuss over the years about uh, declining birth rate. Right. And mm -hmm. now he had these twins on the low in November with a woman who runs his company, one of his companies. Now, it's an unofficial confirmation, but he tweeted doing my best to help the underpopulation. <laughs> crisis. He said a collapsing birth rate is the biggest danger civilization faces so far. You think he was trolling when he did that? Yo, he petty as hell. Not the underpopulated crisis. I thought y'all said it was overpopulated and Bill Gates was trying to get rid of some people. I'm so confused when it comes to like what y'all got going on here. Either way, he has a baby with Grimes. This was in December. That's their second via surrogate. So now at this point, they're saying he has either nine or 10 kids. So um, he's not getting any backlash though, which is so crazy because when Nick Cannon didn't even have, but what, six? Mm -hmm. I mean, but, but that's a lot. But I mean, like, through twins and was married, like, you know. Twins and was married. This man, we just see all these kids popping up out of nowhere. We know he's the white man. Nick Cannon is who he is. Now, he's not getting any backlash, not the backlash that Nick Cannon is getting, not comparing baby mamas, not asking why he slept with someone at his company, and that's a conflict, none of that mm. stuff. Well, they both are taking care of their children financially, except for the one that uh, didn't want to be Elon Musk's daughter no more, that changed her name and all that. But she's kind of grown, so it, it seems as if he still took care of her financially, too. But until... you, got to, you got to have done some real messed up stuff to be a billionaire, and your daughter like, I don't want no money from you, bro. Just get away from me. Mm. Like, so imagine what type of person, individual, he really is deep down, even to walk around like this. Now, do you think he's getting less backlash because he's white? Absolutely. Mm. He so how is... when it comes to us, it's always baby daddies, baby mamas, and then when it comes to him, he had another child by it... a corporate person at his company. It's not like, come on. It is the age-old idea this country was predicated on that white is right. If a white person does the exact same thing as a black person, it is understandable. If a black person does the same thing as a white person it is deplorable it is literally how they deal with us from women to the way we dress if you see um uh uh, what's her name? Uh, Kim Kardashian out in an outfit and she's dressed scantily clad. It's, oh, she looks so sexy. She's hashtag goes. If you see Meg Thee Stallion in that same exact outfit, it is, she right. doing too much. She thought and she bopping all this. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Meg don't have no kids and just graduated from college in her regular age. But we're not going to talk about that. We don't deal and don't give the same standards and requirements to black people as we do white. It's just, it's, it's what it is.
And like when it comes to me, like I give backlash to Nick Cannon for numerous different. You give reasons. backlash to everybody though. I do, but <laughs> yes. I don't give backlash to Elon Musk because I don't care about him. Like when it comes to Elon, and I get it, he's one of the uh, talked uh -huh. about person. He, well, that's what my thing is because I would drag him to filth as well. But I don't even want to have to talk about this man. Like he, there's nothing that interests me about Elon Musk. I really do deep down inside, and I know some people take this as a joke when I say it, but I mean it from the bottom of my heart, I do not feel like that man is a human. I feel like but he is you a know alien. what, Lo? This, is, this goes across the board because look at um, Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin is under fire right now and is about to face a trial for someone dying at his hands on set. Yes. And that headline came across our desk and left so fast. However, we still talking about the smack with Will Smith. It is just, it's one of those things when it comes to black people, we put a level of scrutiny over our people and not just us, the world does in an unfair way that they do not do our white counterparts. Yeah, the media, don't. it's a constant coverage of it. And I don't mean media like us, like black media. Yeah, I'm for sure. I'm talking about the CNNs. I'm talking about the Fox Newses. They know that they try to paint black people in that negative light. And they'll continuously to, to sit there and praise a man like Donald Trump, who's a known racist, who is a known sexual, mm, uh, has offender. sexual allegations, sexual offender, numerous, numerous things against him. But he's still yet and praised. When there's men, black men, like you said, like Will Smith, who, okay, he put his hands on somebody. It was wrong. But is he Donald Trump? Is he is he any of these people that are who we should be talking about? Real criminals? Yeah. Like, he assaulted somebody, yes. But yeah. this man had, Donald Trump has gotten people killed. He's uh, espionage, all kind of stuff that, that has gone on with Donald Trump. This He's capital lied. insurrection um, uh, case is crazy. It's disgusting. Your whole, your whole team is telling on you, and you're walking around still being praised. Yeah. But let a black man uh, do something, and that's it. Well, and unless he's Clarence Thomas and he's married to oh, Jenny, Lord, but that's another topic. Okay. <laughs> I want to talk about these TikTok challenges because it is definitely something that is of the time. You have to be current with social media. I'm dying, child. I can't get, I don't know what's up. And somebody created a fake damn TikTok page of me and, and mad people following it more than me. Hilarious. <laughs> now, I must say, I do enjoy watching the videos. A lot yeah. of them are funny. I'm over everybody trying to be a dancer with this choreography. I'm kind of over that. But um, I do enjoy some of these challenges and some of the stuff that's on there. However, I have seen things go a little far. You remember that yeah. crate challenge where people were doing that little crate in the heels and stuff? Oh, and it's I like, forgot about it. So yes. all of these little challenges, why they find themselves, you know, as a five, 10 second funny little excerpt for our day, they have also been very dangerous. A recent really? TikTok challenge is parents talking their kids into fighting them against another adult and a child their age. Let's listen to this. Because this kid is trying to beat me up outside and we got to go fight. Go get your shoes. Oh my God. Yes, put your shoes on. Come on. Are you going to fight? Yes. Are you scared? No. You going to win? Yes. You excited? Get your shoes on, G. This your first fight? 
I don't. I know what you're doing. What? You're joking. I'm not joking. Come on, then. Let me see. Uh, that's not funny. I'm not going to lie. I've seen some of the videos and I did laugh at them because like some of the reactions of the kids was funny, but like, were they really trying to go outside and fight somebody? Right. <laughs> no. That's the that's the part. I, I'm thinking about my three kids and at the end of the day, nothing in the world matters to them outside of mommy and daddy. Like for real, they're siblings and mommy and daddy. So the idea that a child that young, very immature in their entire world is you, the idea of you being threatened, they're going to do anything. Yeah. To, for like mommy and play. daddy. You're right. You, I ain't see, I ain't look at it like, like that. When I was that you, I'm a mom. Like when you're a yeah. parent, it's just different. Like your mother would never come to you and be like, L'Oreal, this girl is outside talking crazy. Put your shoes on. Your mother would I, never do I would that. already been out the door though. Like for real. And that's what mom wouldn't because she would not put her baby yeah, in that position. Like that. And you yeah. would literally go to the yeah. Now you just the messed earth. the joke up. I was laughing yesterday. Now I'm not laughing <laughs> no more. No, because funny. I, this is why it was funny because, like, some of them kids, it was this one girl in particular, I think, that I really started laughing. And this is she does, she was on a scooter thing, and she like, yeah, this this this, this kid said that she gonna beat me up. She was like, Where? And she picked up the thing, she started running with it. She was like, What are you doing with that? She like, it's gonna be my weapon. But I'm like, yo, she really rolled for her mother. And the mother started laughing, like, I'm just joking, I'm just joking. So I think that's why I, I took that as being funny. But then when I seen the one where the kids start crying, then I felt a little bit bad about the whole situation. So now you're making me have a conscience. Put your shoes on because I got to go fight someone's Thea. So I need you to come with me in case you have to fight her nephew, okay? I can't. Why not? Today? Yeah. Is that okay? No, it, um, is it normal? No, I have to fight someone's Thea. This Thea? No, no, no. Someone else's Thea. Someone else's Thea? Yeah. So I need you to help me fight in case her, she brings her nephew. I need you to fight him. I can't. <laughs> Why not? Because hmm. I need to go to Target. <laughs> See, and then when I seen the baby crying behind this joke, that's when I was like, okay, maybe this ain't so funny. Because this is the thing, like, the innocence of the kid was funny and their little reaction, yeah. but the truth of what they're asking them to do, and even though, like I said, they might not actually end up, you know, doing that or going out and fighting, but just putting that in there, making it okay, making it something that's joked about, that's how you end up on a cruise ship with 60 people fighting over the next man's threesome. Because it's, it's just, it's too much, and we are already, especially as little black kids, and black people, we are put on this, this, we've been brought into this country with a survival mode already in our DNA. And so to, to put that on a kid, I just, I just, it's, it's not funny to me. That's Damn. Yeah. Okay. I think that challenge needs to be done, man. Damn. I ain't think about it like that. Nah, you're you know right. what I'm saying? If you, if you saw me doing that to Marley, you'll be like, E, I love you, my friend. Marley not going out there with you and don't do See, that. I think because I don't know the kids, that's what make it funny. But, like, you're absolutely right. If I seen, like, somebody that I knew, like, say it was Marley, and you like, yo, Marley, I got to fight, da -da, and she started crying, I'd be like, Eva, why the hell did you do that? Why would, yeah, you'll pull me to the side. Like, sis, I love you. You a good mom, but that right there ain't good, and don't do that. 
Yeah, nah, that's whack. And and don't do the crates either because then you'll die. The trauma um, you give a kid, you know what I'm saying? They remember that. They're going to remember yeah. that. You don't know what's going to happen to you. You might not make it on here, this earth, as long as you want to be here and see them through all these days and, and monuments. And so you leave them you deal with your kids and you leave them with the best of what you are and the best of what you have, or at least you should. And a lot of parents are like, oh, I'm just being real. I'm just keeping it real. You can be real and not be mean. You can be real and not be nasty. You can be real and not be violent. And so there's a way for me to be the gangster from South Central and then still teach my daughter how to be the young lady she's going to need to be to fend for herself in this world. And fighting with me ain't it. Yeah, I do got to say, though, shout out to some of them kids that was like some real ones that was like, my shoes already on. Because one of the people, she did, she was like, put the clothes on. She said, I'm dressed. It's my fighting clothes. I'm, I'm ready. Yeah. And you are saying when up you're your... bailing her out of jail, don't be surprised. Even, even if you have the luxury to be here when she needs to be bailed out of jail. That's the kind of stuff I think about. My best yeah, friend died when I when was 30. So yeah. you might not have your mommy forever. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. might not have her. And what she gives you is going to stick. You're gonna, not going to be here to protect this baby forever. Damn, man. I ain't sending even none of these jokes. Because that is to find out the challenge. And now I don't well, see, that's the beauty see. about the Undressing Room podcast. You're going to get all perspectives. It's going to be true. That's true. black woman right. strong. But it comes, you know... It's all about the glasses and what you look through things in. And so let's look up in your DMs. I want to know who trying to holler at my girl. Okay. Well, it's, it looks like I'm just sending a lot of mixed signals out here. I'm going to run through a couple really quickly because some of them are really short. And I feel like they go together for some okay. reason. So now you have one person <laughs> that hit me up. I just don't get it. You have one person that hit me up that said, I see you. He said, uh, swear, you're just a fascinating sight. It's the face for me. And he said, you kicked that guy to the curb. I could tell that that is you. You're going to ruin some marriages with pictures like this. So, okay. He's saying I'm in a relationship and I kicked the guy to the curb. Right. Which throws me off because then the next guy says, damn, why you got to be cuffed? So what am I giving? Like, uh, am I in a relationship or am I? You're giving, giving what day did you listen to the podcast? Because. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do think like I move on very quickly and I get over things quickly. As like, you deserve you know. to, honey, you don't owe nobody nothing. You are yours and yours alone. And so if you would like to be tethered to this week and free next week, it is your prerogative. Okay, well, uh, listen to this one. He said, Loria, I find you extremely attractive and would appreciate the opportunity to get to know you. I want to know what you look for in a mate or even if you're in search of one. Signed a real one. You're beautiful. I mean, not too superficial like looks. You just seem like a really beautiful person. What is wrong with these dudes? Oh, I like his his little mess. I was waiting to the end because I, I didn't know if he was going to mess up at the end. His okay. was cute, though. Let me tell you something. This man looked like he about 75. <laughs> What's wrong with these dudes? These dudes are still eligible, sir. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, they're not AARP members, sir, which is nothing wrong with it, but she's in her early 30s. Stop playing with this I woman. just want to know if he has life insurance. So I just posted a, a picture while we were on the podcast, and somebody said something just really quick. What they sweet. say? He just said, I might not read this, but you look amazing. Your beauty is absolutely breathtaking. You giving this oh, oh, says Wait, it. Hope this message reaches you before someone has a chance to steal your heart besides me. Hope to hear back from you to see if we even vibe. 
Oh, listen. And he looks like he can cook. Are looking like a specially curated snack these Ooh. days. Now let me just tell you. Let me just give you your flowers real quick, sis. I've known you for a few years now. You are naturally a beautiful girl. You don't have nothing to do with it. That's your mommy and your daddy. Thank you. But Eva. there is something that is going on inside of the woman that is L'Oreal that is exuding on the outside. And this Ooh. summer's display of this glow, sis, it is tangible. You can feel it. You can smell it in the room. It is literally infectious. So these DMs, honestly... Honestly, this is not just somebody trying to shoot their shot. You giving the glow, sis. You, Thank you, you, you give the glow. You, you are. know what it is? The crazier what? thing? I literally got rid of the people that did not need to be around me. And not even just me. God has been getting rid of the people that didn't deserve to be in my space. And yes. some of it was taken away bad, like in a bad kind of situation, mm -hmm. but I needed those kind of things to happen to me so that I could completely remove myself yeah. and stop helping people that are not worthy of my time and stop bringing people around that's not worthy of being in my space. So I promise ding, you, ding, ding. I promise you, like I've never felt so good like about you look myself. like it Thank if you. good look like something it is the inside out you can see you glowing you don't have a stitch of makeup on sis but you, you are glowing from every picture you posted a picture the other day i was like baby this this thing is fine as why is she <laughs> not and it's not just that you got a beautiful body or you had on fabulous macy's clothes or you were yes, on a Macy. beautiful um island but it's like the essence that is you, it is so obvious that you are in a good place. I'm happy for you. Thank sis. you, sister. I'm you know, happy I'm for so you. I'm so excited to put a big smile on my face. I'm it's just true. trying to match your glow, sis. I'm trying to be glowed up like my good, you, baby. Good you doing sister. everything. <laughs> you doing everything Listen, you need to do. You. I'm proud of you, sis. I am. I appreciate I'm, that. I am. I'm proud of you. It ain't your birthday. It ain't about I a feel big like it though, a little contract bit. or nothing. Like sometimes life's glow up you know being able to wake up in a space that you pray for your head and heart to be in years ago you know it's nothing like looking up and realizing i am literally sitting in a seat that i prayed for years ago i'm that's here right. now you know what i'm that's saying right. that's so, all the hard work pay off even with the one hour sleep a day we still get it done Child. And y'all want me to have kids. What I'm going to do? I'm going to sleep. What I'm gonna I got you. I got you. I'm going to help you out. Because then I'm going <laughs> to Yeah, you got a village. You got a I village. I'll just drop them off over there. Drop them off over here. <laughs> they not going outside fighting with Auntie Eva. You ain't got to worry about that. We in the No, you going to do that to my child. Talk about some, hey. <laughs> they trying to get Auntie Eva outside. <laughs> but your child will be the one strapped up. Like, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all didn't know, you listening to the Undressing Room podcast presented by Macy's. Let's go ahead and slide into the final question to undress. Woo. Black men also die alone. Listen to this. Mm. Hey, everyone. I got a message for the black man. I'm a nurse assistant at a hospital. I work on the stroke floor. And I can't help but notice there's a lot of black men up there. Nice looking. Good job having all kind of stuff, good looking men. And a lot of them have a stroke and can't move their left or right side and end up, I ask them, where's your wife? You know, and all, most of them say, hey, I was a player, you know, I didn't never, you know, want to get locked down to anybody, you know. And, and they're sitting up there in their 40s, 50s, and ain't even got no wife. They depending on a stranger to wipe their ass. 
and get them up in the chair. And then they're going to go to a nursing home, don't have nobody to take care of them, come visit them or nothing. What I'm saying is black men need to wise up. You got a woman that love you, that's loyal to you, that take care of you, that got your back. Mirror that woman. They don't be, they ain't want to hear you though, sis. You know what? That was, ooh, that just made my whole what, And didn't we, we were just talking about wiping butts. We was just talking about it. The thing, because you don't know sometimes your best years, you only got a few of them. They sitting right there with you. And so it's about carpe diem, seize the moment, seize the day. Don't settle, but also don't overlook what's in front of you and hopes for something later. Because the later might not come and you be in God's waiting room alone, baby. See, but some people end up alone because they choose the wrong person and they stick with them for a long time, too. And then they end up when they get sick, that person dips out on them. So Oof. you do have to be very careful. And nine times out of 10, that's the woman you left the other woman for because she ain't even really love you. She just was trying to get to your money or that's whatever, crazy. the ca- you know, or, or whatever the case. But I and do know sh- a lot of older men mm-hmm. that are still juggling women. I'm not talking about like I'm talking about maybe a family member mm-hmm. or uh, family friends or dudes that I knew to have a lot of women in their day and they still try to do it. But then when something happens to them, they're always calling the family well, or something. They don't like, have anyone else. No, no, and no, no, that go is, to your no, but see, that's the encouragement these days is to understand that like when you got a good one, like my father had a stroke. 11 years ago now, it hasn't spoke since. He has a condition called aphasia. He had a stroke. He took my mom out to, I think it was a comedy show one night on a Friday night. And he came back to the house after the show. He kept saying he had such a bad headache. And he had reached over for uh, some aspirin and he fell over. And my mom was like, what the hell? At the time, my dad was in his late 50s. He was 56 years old. So my mom was like, what is going on? Called the paramedics. Paramedics came, gave him the shots you need to have when you have a a seizure of that magnitude so that it's not permanent. And um, my dad ended up having uh, on life support for quite some time. Um, We wiped butts. We wiped coal out his eyes, brushed teeth. That tartar build up real funny. When you laying yeah. down, not moving your mouth, you got to brush yeah. your teeth. Yeah. But it was his loved ones and the fact that he had my mother. You know, my mother has been retired. She does everything for my father, everything. My dad now is mobile again. She moved to Boston for a year and did a clinical trials at Beth Israel. Like, my mom wow. it with my dad. And at right. that time, we are his kids but we also have our own children we also have our own lives and lives, careers we're yeah. to you know um ensued and so with all of that if not for my mother i know my dad would no longer be here mm-hmm. i know that and so the psa and the call to action is for these men to realize if you don't have a good one yet that's one thing but if you got a good one and she's there and she riding for you, give her the best of you right now because it is not a promise you won't always be this person and she's still going to love you no matter what. So give her the best while you can. Yeah, you, you de- definitely. And uh, similar situation, not similar, but like my father was sick for a mad long. Like he had diabetes, um, was on dialysis, mm. all kind of stuff. And um, his wife or girlfriend or whatever, because he lied about that even to me for years, she ended up passing away. And uh, she was the one that would do everything for him after my mother left him. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? My mother left because he was cheating with her. So, um 
when he was really messed up towards the end, me and my father didn't really speak because um, he said some pretty nasty things to me. While he wasn't the nicest man, so um, I didn't really, I wasn't around him much towards the end. I tried to be, but he just wasn't the nicest man. So the crazy thing was, even though he did all that stuff to my mother, my mother had to take him to court for child support because he was bitter that she left. It was like so many things, but when. He was in need. My mother was like one of the only people Once there that helped him. And this That's was a black even, woman for you. It is so crazy because they weren't together. He did grimy stuff. He uh, moved on and with the woman that he cheated with after she left. And yet and still, I mean, he did things to me. Not like that, but like, what, no, it, what you, mean. you know, like uh, verbally abusive. And she yet and still was there for him when he was messed up. And it's crazy to me because like when I look at that, I do see that I'm a similar person that like no matter if somebody has did me wrong, I'm still sometimes always there for them. And that's why I was saying to you, people needed to get out of my space and my area because they'll take advantage of that. People look at people like. Uh, me or my mother or you or whatever, like victims. Mm-hmm. Like, they like end up bringing people. you down and you don't even yeah. realize it. No, like not even victims, like people they could prey upon. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I know she's going to do mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. So you got to put your foot down sometimes. And I had to put my foot down with my dad while he was dying. And that was a hard thing for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But she was able to like, help him in whatever way that I knew that I wasn't going to be able to, because I couldn't take him, keep talking to me how he was talking to me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Cause it was affecting me mentally. So mm-hmm. I couldn't, I couldn't be in that space. Like he, That's your daddy. Yeah. 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 I couldn't be in that space. So, but she, she was there. She was a soldier. She is the, what these, what this black woman is, this nurse is what my mom is, what yeah. we are. And I guess it is just high time for us to realize that, Nothing is for certain. Nothing lasts forever. I'm not trying to be an outcast song, but it's it's the truth. And once the truth reveals itself, you start moving a little bit different. Yeah. I think a lot of times we just think, oh, never us or it wouldn't happen to me. You could never mm-hmm. tell me that my daddy wasn't going to be able to say my name in 10 years right. ever. Right. You could not have convinced me of that, but it's the reality. And we make it work with what we got. And I am so grateful for everything we had before. Because it helps what we have now. But you yeah, gotta, you, you know, you gotta, think, you gotta think about how you treat people, what your uh, your intentions are with people. And we got, we have to stop treating those people that are always there for us in life like they're disposable because exactly. those people are few and far between and you never know when you might need them and it's always going to be at the worst possible time and black men we love you we adore you you are the ones you are the king they we know this too you. and we that's why they take you. advantage sometimes and so at the end of the day why they think you cute because you got on fancy clothes and them diamonds we love you scruff unlined up at Man. home on your mama's couch with the little plastic on the the, the couch Love your dirty drawers. Your dirty draws. Black love is real, and we have to stick together. We do. We got to stick together, y'all. Stop acting like we against each other, and we're the and black women are not the enemy to black men. Like we are the ones that always have y'all. No, Beijing is. I'm just joking. Why, Eva? You're listening to the Unjust Run Podcast, brought to you by Macy's. Log on to theunjustrunpod.com for episodes and links to our Macy's personal shopping page. But Eva, 
you know, it's a lot of people that want to input on that final question. Yes. They do. Now, it's super, super, super easy. If you want us to undress your final question, just follow us on Instagram at The Undressing Room Podcast. Slide into your, our DMs and yep. boom, that's your chance to be featured. Yes. And we're going to get out of here. But yeah, you know what? Today was a lot. It was like heavy, but then it was insightful and it was yeah. motivational. I got a tear in my eye. I'm gonna go wipe Me it out too. before I go to um my next job. It was just I'm like, only crying because I was out here extorting these kids to go fight in the street, and I thought it was funny. <laughs> That's why I'm crying. I thought I'm it was crying. funny. You had to put me in my place. Because <laughs> of these daddies, and these daddies yeah, don't know. know how much they mean to us in this yeah. world. Yeah, we and how much we need them? We do. Yeah, we need them. So these black women are out here praying for these black men to get better. We got, you know, y'all are kids, daddies. And so the way I look mm -hmm. at my daddy, that's the same thing. That's my daughter is going to be me in the next 30 years. What's the we difference? Need to, and we praying for y'all to treat us better, too. And not yeah. all of y'all, because some of y'all know how to treat us. No, like Clarence, Clarence Thomas. OK, so oh, it's a couple God. of y'all we don't want. No. Clarence, you stay with Jenny. OK, don't sorry. Don't, you you, don't find no Shirley. Don't you, you find no Shirley where you at at church? You leave oh, no, Shirley no, no. alone. The crazy thing is, you know that's who he's gonna end up with when she leaves. I don't know Shirley won't him. I'm telling. That's how it be though. They get their revelation on their deathbed. Some of y'all can stay over there. I'm just saying, and then some of y'all will take. All right. Bye, bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> The Undressing Room Podcast presented by Macy's is an Urban One Reach Media production hosted by the one, the only, Eva Marcel and L'Oreal. Executive produced by Kobe Cole Tyner. Associated producer Alexis Felder. Editing and production by Dunkus. Sales and corporate partnership, Josh Romani. Michelle Marino and Kadisha Campbell. Research, Lori Hall Flowers. Digital marketing, Sam Styers. J.R. Davis and Tim Hall. Digital creative, Alvin Francis. Content provided by MadamNoir.com, Bossom.com, and HipHopWire.com. Stay connected at TheUndressingRoomPod.com. See you at the next episode.